Good morning and thanks so much for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 22nd of February. The biggest headline comes from overseas this morning. Shortly after US President Joe Biden's surprise visit to Ukraine, Vladimir Putin has said that Russia will suspend the last agreement with the US that limits each of their nuclear arsenals. In the first State of the Nation addressed in nearly two years, Putin promised to push on with the ongoing invasion of Ukraine. The end of the New START agreement means that the US could lose access to inspections and monitoring data about the number of deployed Russian nuclear warheads. Putin said that Russia wouldn't be the first to resume testing of nuclear weapons as a result of the suspension of the agreement, but that it would do so in response to any U.S. test. Meanwhile, the U.S. is said to be providing Ukraine with a long-range GPS-guided bomb capable of hitting targets 45 miles away. And perhaps on the back of this charged geopolitical environment, and also because expectations of rate hikes in the U.S., are adjusting very sharply, U.S. stocks fell quite dramatically, with the S&P 500 dropping by the most in two months and Treasury yields rising sharply. Goldman Sachs, for one, expects the Fed to raise rates by 75 basis points from this point. Yields on the benchmark 10-year Treasury climbed by a sharp 14 basis points overnight to 3.95%. Back home in regulatory news, soon all material agreements between shareholders impacting control or management of listed entities will need to be disclosed according to a proposal by SEBI. The market's regulator is acting on information that several agreements between shareholders could have a significant impact on the management of companies even without the company being privy to them. The SEBI believes that There have been several recent instances where promoters have imposed serious restrictions on a company in their agreements with third parties. These agreements escape disclosure as the listed entity is often not a party to them. Disclosure about such agreements, according to the proposal, will have to be made in the annual report by the company starting April 2023. And promoters, related parties and shareholders will be obligated to disclose these to the company within two working days. The government is poised to invite bids for the auction of the newly discovered lithium reserves in Jammu as early as the June quarter, a move that will give India access to the strategic mineral that helps power everything from mobile phones to electric vehicles. That's according to a report in the Mint today. The official quoted in the report said that the auctions would be open to all like any other government auction, but there would be one major condition. The government would mandate that the lithium found is refined only in India and not sent abroad for processing. India doesn't currently have any capacity to refine lithium, but has considerable demand for electric vehicles. And after the recent discovery of lithium reserves, is the country with the seventh highest reserves of the resource in the world. In other news, consulting giant McKinsey has plans to eliminate about 2,000 jobs in one of its biggest round of cuts ever. The firm, which is known for devising staff reduction plans for its clients, is now taking the axe to some of its own, with the move expected to focus on support staff in roles that don't have direct contact with clients. That's a Bloomberg report. McKinsey joins 
several other companies in industries from finance to tech to retailing, which are slashing headcount amid a slowdown in demand and predictions of a looming recession in the U.S. In international markets this morning, all three early advisors have begun lower after the sell-off in the U.S. markets. Neeraj is joining in to tell you more about how the Indian markets are poised. Morning, Neeraj. Looks like it could be a bumpy start to trade. Good morning, Alex. Yes, I'm not sure I'll call that just a bump because the narrative seems to be that the Fed will prepare the markets for higher peak rates and higher inflation conversation. The minutes, at least, that will prepare traders. And therefore, um, who knows, this may last for a bit. But the markets have been nervous ahead of it as the US markets have corrected as you spoke about. And we are very likely to follow suit. There shouldn't be any surprises there. You know, so yesterday, for example, the benchmark index Nifty 50 opened higher. However, lost about 82 points from the day's high to close around 10 points lower. The bank Nifty also closed flat, although during intraday traded in a 450 point range. It clearly shows that there is nervousness at higher levels. The PSU Bank Index was the top loser yesterday. And with that, the index has lost nearly 13% in the last 30 days. So in fact, to my mind, that becomes a space to watch out for because one, that the index is certainly losing out of favor. And two, even, even strong PSU stocks are correcting. Yesterday, for example, the decline in PSU Bank Index was led by Bank of Baroda, which was down about 2.5%, and Canada Bank, which was down about 3.5%. In technical parlance, both of them formed a bearish candle on a daily chart as they opened at the day's high, but closed at the day's low and clearly shows that there's nervousness around that space. Maybe there'll be nervousness around in information technology as well, because those stocks have done really well in the last few days. Yesterday, we saw the first signs of nervousness or, you know, slight bit of skepticism or profit booking, whatever you call it, around some of the key names as well. And with the NASDAQ doing what is done yesterday, and if the market believes that it'll do more of that, then you might even have technology uh, facing a bit of problem. So that is something to watch out for in the session today. As per NSE data, nearly 38 lakh clients have left the stock markets in the last six months. So the lockdown traders, as we call them, tasted success earlier and are now tasting reality, which may lead to further exodus from equity markets. Who knows? And therefore, may lead to further exodus from equity market activity-related stocks like broking stocks, for example. So that's something to watch out for as well. Not too much in terms of news flow today. Um, Adani Enterprises has repaid a small sum of 10 crores worth of commercial papers or a Bharat Electronics, which has signed an accord with ADA and DRDO for advanced medium combat aircraft program. Though MOUs don't mean anything per se. And oil may be in focus or other oil-related stocks could be in focus like ONGC and Oil India because oil has extended its worst run of losses this year ahead of the Fed minutes. So those are a few things that I'll certainly be watching out for in the session today. Uh, not too much in terms of key brokerage action as well. So doubt that there will be any bullish notes that will get rewarded, uh, much like what happened to Siemens yesterday because of the UBS note. Let's wait and watch. Uh, for now, weakness personified. With that, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.